The last thing I want you doing is smoking a cigar in a little shed. <laughs> what? I'm gone for two seconds. What did I miss? He's like, I'm gonna go get a cigar. I'm gonna like chill out. Yeah, get it's a cigar like, and chill, bro. Let him get a cigar and hot box a go get I wanna see put some get some sunglasses too. No, I don't want it. I don't want the Adam show. I don't want to. I don't want the Adam show either. Nobody yeah, so, wants that. Most of all me. So look, we're a team. We have to stay together. <laughs> we have to work together. We're a crew. Yeah. And, yes, and our, our weak link could ruin the whole thing. Ryan. Mm, yep. Could be it, William talking about yourself. Okay, um, look, I don't want to be the Wangro. Okay. Hey, I don't even know if Wangro wanted to be the Wangro. No, he loved being the Wangro of the crew. <clears throat> Here's the thing about Wangro. Okay, he gets all the blame. People talk shit about him. But what was De Niro doing hiring Wangro? Yeah, why include the psychopath in your <laughs> exactly. job? You I mean, I know one. every job kind of needs a psychopath, but yeah, it seems every, smart to me. Every crime job, you need you need that wild card. Yeah, you need the guy that fucks everything up. You need a hothead. And then you can always pin it on him. Yeah, but that's not... That's true. Ah, that's really what's going on. They're a little scapegoat. He's a scapegoat. I am like Wayne Grow, I guess. The, the betrayer? No. You betrayed us when you went to Mexico. Hey, yeah. he was loyal. You know, they, they turned on him. You have to admire his loyalty at the very least. I was kind of confused about the dynamic. Was he in charge? So what, what is the main plot of this? It's one Heath? heist, right? Heat, 1995, directed by Michael Mann. It is multiple heists. Yeah. So the, at the beginning, they... Um, you got De Niro, you got Tom Sizemore, Val Kilmer, and then you got Wayne Grow and Danny Trejo. I guess he's the getaway driver. The first yeah, heist is they take line the whole movie. They take out the armored car. <clears throat> oh, that's right. Yes. That was that was dope. Yeah. So this is basically like the best '90s heist movie, maybe the best '90s crime movie. Like everything in Point Break is like bigger and better in this movie. And also um, like Point Break, which had like, you know, the FBI investigating them. In this movie, the cop investigating them, Al Pacino, is actually good at his job. Well, he's, he's just obsessively dedicated. Almost. So it's like, is he, is he, he is good at it, which I guess that's what it takes, but like, is it worth it? Is it worth I mean, it? He's the on only his, on his fifth marriage, a seventh marriage. Yeah, I know. Oh, no, I, I'm definitely the guy that's fucking his wife. Not I'm not Val Kilmer. I'm the guy that's Watch, watching his, his TV. TV. <laughs> yeah, man, that was a sick TV. Adam's Val Kilmer. <clears throat> he was hot, yeah, dude. He had the I'm ponytail. Val Kilmer. But His then Val getting... Kilmer also started the that massacre at the end. They went from the being bank they downtown. went from being bank robbers to just being mass shooters. Well, he was self he was defending himself against the police. 
that nobody yeah, had shot yet. Did that. Val Kilmer, Val Kilmer shot first. He was the well, one yes. that and he, he could have gotten the car and then they would have just, it would have been a car chase, but he shot. And then literally it was just chaos after that. Well, Val did not uh, need to shoot. He saw the cops first. So they were going to shoot at, he didn't want to get ambushed. So they were all holding like assault rifles. Yeah. Yeah. So that was insane do? too. True. Play dead. What were the cops think? Like what? They're trying to de-escalate the situation. They just take like yeah, the biggest l- rivals they have. And literally like tens of civilians were getting just picked off, like caught in a crossfire. Yeah. And we're getting way ahead of ourselves. We're getting yeah, way ahead of ourselves. That was my favorite scene. Way the extras ahead of- in that scene are my favorite. We got to so. put this movie in context. Okay. So this movie is when it came out, the big selling point was that you had De Niro and Pacino in the same movie, two legendary actors who had never been in a film together before. And so this was the first time that you had both of these guys, both essentially having a lead role. I mean, it's really, it's really hard to discern who is the lead character because like they're both given a lot of screen time. De Niro's crew has way more of a story than Pacino's police officer group. But ultimately, I guess watching it this time, it is Pacino's movie. That's like the thing. I realized this time it's like, yeah, you are kind of following him. It's so, it's his... he's so funny in this movie too. Oh my God. Yeah. Why is he doing, why is he acting so crazy? Well, they, there is a the thing. Best. There's an unsaid thing that he is snorting Coke. Like well, all the time. A, well, isn't it a deleted scene that they didn't keep in was his character actually was supposed to be a Coke head. This is what I heard. Oh, he's supposed it's, to be doing like key bumps. He's like chipping, yeah. but he's like, yeah, he's doing little bumps. And they, they had a scene where they show him, but they, they took it out of the movie. So all of his scenes are him acting like that, like with no context. But there is a yeah, context awesome. too. <laughs> yeah, it's scenes. like an interesting choice to take that scene out. So the first time oh, we see Pacino insane is that he goes to um, the chop shop in, uh, on Terminal Island, which is a real part of L.A., uh, he goes like past like the dog fighting cages, and then he goes to like this sh- um, this like ch- underground chop shop, and then he's talking to that guy. And when he says like, "Give me all you got," yeah, "Give me all you got," <laughs> and he starts like pounding the table, like he's doing it to like make the person he's interviewing unsettled. He's not like talking to his wife like that. Yeah, uh, yeah. It's like he's, yeah, he's a good he's a he's, good cop. He's, he's a bad cop, he's, but he's interrogating. Yeah. Yeah, but he knows like he knows the streets because he says police and stuff when he's out, you know, with the criminals and everything. He basically speaks in AAFE. You know, America's Funniest Home Videos. Yeah, that scene where him and Robert De Niro having dinner, they're just talking back and forth about their favorite their favorite uh, home videos. Oh, black people love talking about home videos of guys getting falling off ladders and he's like you a bird you a bergeron or a saget you a bergeron or a saget yeah what was it aav aafv fuck i don't african-american something vernacular phonetic vernacular yeah yeah exactly ryan i'm sorry alf alf fancy so Oh, that's cool. 
he doesn't speak in that. I don't know why you think he does. No, he do, he does. He does kind of like when he's talking to Tone Loke and stuff like that. He's like, what's up, man? That's not. <laughs> he, he does funny, weird Al Pacino shit, but it's like. That's like what everybody yeah, says. I though. think he's just crazy. I think oh, he's okay. just, he just inflects a lot of his words. So weirdly. But he's but like when he's on the street, he's like unhinged kind of because you got to be unhinged because he's living on the edge. He's got to kind of ride the. He's riding yeah, well, the edge. He kind is of like unhinged. a point break, you know? No, that's not true. So what he's doing is everything he's doing is very calculated, even given the oh, circumstance yeah, it, and the situation. It's calculate. His unhingedness is calculated almost because like that's, I mean, finding out he's on coke is like that kind of puts a wrench. In no, that, here's like, what's but. going on in the movie. Okay. Basically, it's not that he's living on the edge. It's that his life is more connected and more involved with pursuing criminals, thinking about criminals, talking to criminals, being a cop is, is a bigger component of his life than his personal life. You know what I mean? He spent, he like, he's more intimate with the people he works with and Robert De Niro, especially than his wife, the workaholic third wife. And uh, yeah, workaholic. yeah it's, a, it's his well, that whole scene where him and De Niro have dinner and they they describe themselves. Yes. So basically, mm, like I said, yeah. this is a Michael Mann movie and like every Michael Mann movie is about a person whose job is their obsession and it's like hindering their personal life. Manhunter, thief. Uh, you know, collateral, like everything is just, it's like, it's about guys, the insider, it's guys who are working all the time and it's just like destroying their personal lives. And that's like that's, me with this podcast. Yeah. We're just working just too hard on this Constantly podcast. watching 14 hour long movies. And yeah. your wife is crying. Oh, she left years ago. Episodes ago, she left. And then so De Niro, his character, he's like more quiet, introspective. He's like the cool person compared. Like he's like a cooler temperature compared to like Pacino, who's like running red hot, you know, because Pacino's the heat. That's why he's hot. Oh, yeah. they, only, they, about they only called him the heat like 40 times. And that's probably so. Scene, an, he's so angry. Because, he's the guy. The heat's on you. That's the heat. He's on you. He's they, like literally in five just talking minutes. about this guy who's shouting everything and on coke. That's yeah, he's, the heat. that's the heat. Maybe, maybe he wouldn't be so angry if he was wearing um, a black suit in 90 degree LA weather all the time. Yeah, <laughs> it's like I'm hot. Yeah, I was going around yelling, I'm hot. <laughs> I'm hot. I would love it if he just got like fed up and put on shorts and a fucking tank top. Just was like, awesome. man, I'm hot. That would be scarier. With a tie, like a coke, coked out guy wearing a tie and a tank top. That's with a yeah, bat, with a gun in a badge. Oh boy! Oh boy! Just has fucking gun in his his like um, swimming trunk pocket, just swinging around, just swinging yeah. that little six shooter around. He's chasing De Niro in flip flops. Get back here. <laughs> he just hear a little flip flop yeah. noise. <laughs> Dude. So one time I wore 
Oh, never mind. No, we don't Sorry. care. So De Niro okay. is, um, you know, he's, he's got cooler. some great flops. De Niro's base. <laughs> she has great flops. Great flops. <laughs> you know, a little backstory on this movie. Is and like, your feet uh, are all inside of them. <laughs> We're not done with this bit yet, William. Great flops. <laughs> he's just obsessed with flip flops. That's his whole his whole unhinged part. When I see a woman in flip flops, it brings something out of me. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, all right. I really want to tell my flip flop story, but it's all right. Don't it's want cool. to hear it. I oh, know. You can tell later if we have time. Okay, so, okay. yeah, ta- you know, text it to stick us. Stick around. Stick around. <laughs> stick oh. around. Oh, Adam's flip flop fantasy. Let's yeah, do a quick rundown of, of the game. Okay. Okay. So we got De Niro. He's the leader of the crew. Then we got Tom Sizemore. He's like the dependable one, which is funny because he's usually such an insane hothead. You got Val Kilmer. He's um the, the technical he's ga- guy. He's like a gambling addict. Yeah, he handles all like the heavy equipment. He's a cool guy. Pony no, cool I think guy. that was. I thought. I thought that was his uh, excuse to his to Ashley Judd was that he was a gambling addict because she didn't know. Are you joking? <laughs> no, fine. Yeah, okay. What do you mean? Like I thought she was that like was his his yeah like story? oh he got all this money because he's a g- gambler. Yeah, it's cover story. Every robber needs a cover didn't they, story. Well, didn't they even say? Isn't there a line where he's like, "What do you tell her?" And he's like, "I tell her I'm a salesman." Yeah. Yeah. And oh, he, man. and then the other guy, oh, and then Val Kilmer's almost. like, I, "That's what De Niro Val, says." Val Kilmer's like, "I'm a gambling." I tell her I'm a gambling addict. <laughs> yeah. No, Adam, I'm a big his, deal, babe. I'm a gambling he, addict. He told his girlfriend. Deal. He's telling his wife that he's a gambler because he doesn't have as much money as he's supposed to. He's already paying off bookies before he can pay off mm-hmm. family. Oh, damn! That's why so, they all need this one get this la- this one big final. Push. And then you got Danny Trejo, who's just, uh, you know, the driver. So here's the thing about Michael Mann and why his movies are good. He <clears throat> spends times with cops. He spends times with criminals. He he made a TV movie in the 70s called The Jericho Mile that's like shot, I think, in Folsom Prison or San Quentin. I don't remember. But like he has like real experiences with these guys and this movie was actually based on a story a cop told him about the time he pursued a criminal named Neil McCauley and they even one day had coffee together they talked you know with one another like this scene but then a year later he shot that guy dead at a grocery store during a grocery store robbery movie that's the movie except the grocery store robbery they got like 13 grand you know they're not robbing a high-end bank but like millions yeah. of pa- millions of this is the guy dollars this is the guy, yeah this is the guy who opened fire in a trader joe's <laughs> the, cop, the cool cop that this movie's based on oh fuck yeah Good um stuff. these guys the cool thing about this movie is that these guys are actually are all good at their job and that makes it so much more entertaining than if like the normal run-of-the-mill shit where they're like you know, he's got a death wish, you know, like so many movies yeah. about cops and criminals. It's like they got a death wish. They keep pushing it. They keep pushing well, it. And like, they're big. They did in this one. They're big. His big both parties. Big weakness where they can't let go. They were like a dog with a bone. And that's what that whole coffee date was about. When when Robert De Niro's like, you can just stop. 
And Al Pacino's like, yeah, you can just stop because I'm not gonna. Well, also, I'm the yeah. I'm the law. You're the bad guy. You're the criminal. It's they're not like, just they that they're, wanna... they're, they're like, just they their wanna... dog with a bone. They're like, they can't do anything oh, else. A dog on coke with a yeah. Well, well they, they Robert they De Niro, Rob, Robert De Niro could have left, and they had the whole conversation where they could have not done this final heist and moved to a different town and did a smaller score. Exactly. And they and they all were like, no, because I think he needed to prove a point that he can beat the heat. <laughs> and buddy, he didn't. The movie nobody stopped. Nobody beats the heat. It's also like so the beginning when they rob the uh, armored car, they get one point two million dollars in bearer bonds. When they rob the um, bank, they get twelve million dollars. So mm-hmm. basically, if they had just done more small jobs, they could have kept this going and made and made the money, you know. But I guess like every well, time you do a job, no, there's they, a risk. But they were gonna. That was gonna be a pretty cut, like in and out sort of job, even the bank robbery. But uh, Wayne Grow sold them out, right? Yes, because they were gonna kill Wayne. Grow. Yeah, was that that was the first time when they decided not to take the money? And then they realized they were they had the heat on them. <clears throat> that scene was tight when they're in there and they're like cracking the safe. Val Kilmer's cracking the safe, and then he's like, "We're we're calling it. We're going. We're leaving." Yeah, yeah. They gotta cut out. Well, yeah. They heard the guy but, drop like they heard that guy like fall down in the the trailer. The cop. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So that who, scene there was that he was just like a, a cop, right? Like uh, he was just an extra, basically. He's just a dumb cop. Earlier in that so scene, all, he's like drinking oh, like a water bottle and he's just like kind of like meandering. He's not like... So they would have caught him if every, he wouldn't have slipped. Every cop in this movie except for Pacino is like kind of dumb. It's not true. Yeah, it kind of is. It's like they misread clues. The beat cops, yeah. And like, yeah. That's why, like real life. That's why he's so stressed. Coworkers are idiots. I get it. West Sudi's not done. That and that and the cocaine. It's probably stressing him out. Cocaina. I'll do cocaine. I'll say this though. They do make Pacino the smartest cop, which is one thing that annoys me. I think his team needed to be more capable. But Pacino's always the smartest cop in the room. Like there's a part where he's like, bust him, then he'll get knocked down to a misdemeanor. Yeah. That won't be and it's like, well, they know that. He's doing and that. He's, all the other he's cops being smart. Know he's being well, smart. This, he's hugging yeah. black women. He's like just like the greatest cop of all time. He's good. He's jump roping with co- with kids on the block. Yeah, he's one of those. Cops he's he's one of them good apples. Kids. He's one mm. of them good apples. And then uh, that scene where they trick him, they go to the freaking docks cargo ship or whatever, and they pretend like they're setting up a big heist. And then all the cops run out to the middle and Pacino's like, oh, they're good. Oh, they're good. good. This crew is good. Well, and like, what? they go what do you you think uh you think we're finding them they finding us they should have yeah, looks well you know the wait, robert de niro waves yeah, yeah he like gives him a little wink did you see the original version on youtube i have not what do you, no so what? they go to a bathroom and they're scoping it out then later on all the cops go in and they're all taking shits this one and then it turns out they all had De Niro has a little camera in each of the toilets, each of the toilets up the, and you can see their little brown eye. He's like, I, he's like, no, I know you're asshole. 
and then his his brown his little butthole winks at him <laughs> at the camera. <laughs> you know, it's like cool. a, oh, they're good. They're a good crew. But it's like a it's like a heat camera. It's like black and white, like negative. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Like the butthole's like the butthole's like winking. It's just it's just red orange. It's just hot. It's a hot butthole. Yeah. But just but imagine yeah. you're imagine you're sitting like all six of we're we're the cops. We're with some of his team, and we're just in three stalls away from Pacino, and you just hear him from the stall. Oh, the crew is good. You're like what? <laughs> oh, you you think uh, you think we're we're looking at these assholes? These assholes are looking at our assholes. There's a guy in the, like, he's like what? The urinal being like, what's going on? <laughs> this guy's talking <laughs> yeah. about it. The stall. Just some guy, just some like dude and his kid, like on vacation, just happened to stop. Yeah. Stop. Come on, son. Get... And it's like uh, the worst. Let's go. Let's get out of it's here. It's like the worst actor cameo like, actor my... of all time. What if my kid had to take a shit? Was Robert De Niro going to look at my kid's asshole? It's like yes. Jason Alexander. It's some Jason of the cameos Alexander in the... as the kid. Some of the cameos in this movie are so bad because it's like Henry Rollins. Fucking Tom he's bloated, so bl- bloated Henry. No, Tom Loke is awesome, but Henry Rollins is bad. Which one was Tom? Which one was Tom Loke? The brother Loke of the, the guy, the informant. Yeah, the really deep vo- voice guy. Whatever happened to whatever happened to Tom Loke? Is he alive? Oh, Jeremy yeah, Piven really had a that. cameo. Yeah, Jeremy Piven. Also, um, Jesus. You I told you. Love, I told right, you. Adam? I uh, Jeremy Piven is good. No, he's not. You don't have an Atone Loke. He's alive still. No, that wasn't a setup. I was a he got electroshock therapy and became take out superpowers like Ernest, and Ernest goes to jail. Mm-hmm. Dude, that's gonna be me. Wait, he has health problems and legal <laughs> issues. <laughs> I was looking at the headline bold parts no, of the no, wild look. thing. Dude, he's got both legal issues and health problems. His life yeah, is he's living out. his he's living his best life. It sounds like he wears his signature sunglasses at every performance to help reduce the likelihood of a seizure. That's that's rough. That's like Ryan wearing his sunglasses Dang. right now. That's like a that's kind of a little misleading to wear something as cool as sunglasses, but it, because it's for something as nerdy as getting seizures, blindness. Yeah, Adam hates blind people. Yeah, he's like he's kind of bullshit. They think they're so fucking cool. Yeah. <laughs> what? Oh, they're blind. Fuck, he's not I thought cool. He's cool. He's blind. Yeah, he's a nerd. So we should talk about their like, wives. God, you go to give, you go to give them a high five, but they can't see you doing <laughs> hey, it. Hey man! And so like you just get stiffed, and you're like you, you keep Slap walking. Like face, no, you're just like fuck. That dude is cool. Fuck, he doesn't even do <laughs> high fives. That is sick, dude. That's why you think That's he's cool. And then you find out he's seen. just blind. Dude, this guy will not fist bump me every time I see him. I'm like, bro, what's up? <laughs> he didn't even look at me. Really want this guy to like me. He's fucking cool, bro. Let's talk about their girlfriends and wives. So we got Ashley Judd married to oh, Val Kilmer. Yeah. So fine. And um, what's she thinking? She's like, the first scene, he's mad. she's mad because he doesn't have enough money because he had to pay off the bookie. And she's like, you know, what about our relationship? What about our future? It's like, you're with a bank robber, criminal, psychopath. Also, isn't she like, she looks like she's like 20 in this. 
And then it's pretty young, like significantly younger than who, what her husband, what's his butt. Killer. Oh. Yeah. So she's a, like, she's based on like a teenage runaway that he knew mm. Michael Mann. Like, oh, wow. That was like married to a criminal and was like a really beautiful, sophisticated woman. But he was just like kind of perplexed why this <clears throat> person yeah, why would they like, get innate... themselves in these situations. Well, her father was probably horrible. So it's like this with them. Yeah. Says the the husband doing a podcast in a shed. shed. Uh, I'm Ashley Josh. Imagine a woman marrying a guy who is completely self-destructive. That's crazy. Just literally electrocuting himself. I'll I'll take that back. Adam is not completely self-destructive. He's um like slightly self-destructive like just i don't think self-destructive i think helps the right amount (laughs) yeah i I just need you know a woman to run my life that's all (laughs) (laughs) i want a dream job for that woman (laughs) yeah (laughs) Uh, i just need a wife slash assistant yeah to cut off the crust of my pb and j's got it now all right who is the other wife Tom Sizemore, he's got a wife and kids, and they don't really tell you much about her. But she seems like a nice lady, just like a Who nice. Is she, Edie? he's a blonde woman. So lady, no, Edie's so lady. Edie's De Niro's girlfriend. Oh yeah. Okay, and then Trejo's got Anna. We don't really learn much about her except that he loves. She's not her. even on this IMDb. She's not in the movie. Anna. Okay. Don't worry about her. Oh, they just talk about her. Yeah, and then we got um, Anna Trejo. She was cast. That's his real wife. Begona oh, Plaza. Wow, that's powerful. Her name's Begona Plaza as Annie Trejo. Oh, it's an actress. <laughs> that's yeah. not well, an eyes wide shut situation. Right but Danny middle. Trejo's name is is Trejo in the movie too. In the movie, <laughs> oh, yeah. Love, in the movie, what's in the movie? His name is Trejo. <laughs> that's the one next to it. The, <laughs> the one the next to it is Wayne girl. Wayne girl's girlfriend, dead hooker. <laughs> yeah, and there's there's On IMDb. <laughs> but Dan look at Hooker. her picture. Look at Dan Hooker's picture. I know she's giving the peace sign. <laughs> ah, that's an awesome picture. <laughs> Dan Hooker. Don't we see her? If you alive? get murdered, you they show before? you that on the news. They show that that's your picture. They show on the news <laughs> if you get murdered. <laughs> look at her. She's yeah, a dead hooker in the garbage can. <laughs> That'll be when Ryan gets yeah. murdered. That'll be his. Because there's a child <laughs> hooker that he kills, and then there's the dead hooker in the garbage can. Yeah, there's also uh, there's also yeah. um prostitute. So the hostage girl. <laughs> so they all got ladies, which is cool. Yeah. I like this. More crim- more movies should be about like they got money, crim- dude. They're regular their guys pretty much except for these jobs because they do scores. So they're not constantly you know, they're they're living lives but they're doing big scores like once every Year months or so. Yeah, do yeah, they yeah. do they say They're when they get a tip because they get a tip from that from Tom Noonan or whatever. And this is like why that. the um this is where it pays off to talk to criminals. Because like you go to prison, you start talking to guys, yeah, they got wives, they got girlfriends, they got baby mamas, you know, they got a job. And that's like that's the real that's the reality of this kind of lifestyle. It's not like you know, some stupid movie well, where they're like twisted and they like live in like a, a lair and they are like all yeah. cold and fake. What, and I, what I got out of this was good. A lot of Goodfellas vibes, which I really liked in in regard to the family yes. life and like seeing their. Yes. 
their day to day. Like Great. a ton of the movie is about the their domestic relationships. And you're just like, I don't give a fuck, man. Just go fucking show us the, the goods. No, yeah, but this is what makes it interesting, right, guys. Yeah, Goodfellas, Sopranos, Heat. These are those, the those, those flip flops, dude. I just want to see them flops. Ooh, you reminded me. Hey, stay tuned for my story. <laughs> <laughs> flip flop story. We're teasing it. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> so <laughs> this is gonna be so bad when you tell it. No, it's good. It's short. It's actually short. So. Okay. <laughs> well, that's the thing. Like you go in this lifestyle as a criminal. And you're making there. money fast and easy, but it's like it's preaching to the choir. What about the cost? It's pretty tight. Personal life. Well, so, I, I was doing, thinking it's doing just fine. Dude, you know, how many people like move to uh, L.A. to be an actor or fucking musician or whatever. Yeah. It's like it's cool to move to L.A. to rob banks. That's cool. I mean, with the way with rent these days, you almost have to. <laughs> Amen. Dude. Like don't even get me started. Don't even get me started. Started on gas prices. Yeah, yeah. You rob groundlings. You start with that. <laughs> the groundlings rob There's... you. You go in. Yeah, the, yeah literally. <laughs> you go and get robbed, and then and potentially sexually assaulted. Well, <laughs> getting robbed. Yeah, jokes on you, robber. The true, the true robbers, improv theaters. The most ungrounded people, groundlings. There's so many like women that I can think of who like were dating guys or like guys dating women who or women are dating immediately women. William Jesus are Christ. Who are immediately dumped or guys and, like, dating guys, William Jesus Christ becomes famous. Or trans dating sis. Come on, dude, say them all. Yeah, that's a crazy. Ryan's dating Adams. Sorry, Ryan what say it again though? Ryan's dating Adams. No, that'll never happen. That's my name of my brother. Adam dropped. You should be so lucky. But you um, wish. the personal life of an actor is very similar to the personal life of a bank robber. Is that huh? what you're gonna say? A lot of sitting around, hanging out, talking about jobs that never happened. True. Going to coffee shops. <laughs> yeah, that is. <laughs> I mean that diner scene that they'll never get. They're and being, then, and then they like, get arrested for domestic Ryan. abuse. <laughs> And being like, I don't know what how to do anything else. I don't want to, or whatever. That's like what fucking people who are trying Mark, to be actors say. I bet Mark Wahlberg watches that scene where all the criminals go out to dinner at that fancy restaurant. You know, like the all the family members are there, the kids are there. And Mark Wahlberg is like, This is like me and my entourage. This is like us, you know? Yeah. We go out to a nice restaurant. And then outside. Al Pacino spying on them. The restaurants are, are Wahlburgers. <laughs> he goes to Wahlburg. That'd be so well, awesome if Mark Wahlberg. Jeremy, like, oh, Jeremy Pippen's there. Yeah. They're like, so... um, Working. He's like a waiter there now. <laughs> is that job going to happen? That uh, that little travel show we were talking about? No, that's dead. He's like, oh, okay. Cool. All right. Yeah, they're just talking about like an independent film that sucks. That or like they're trying to make... <laughs> You know. So have you have you looked at my sneaker designs? Yeah, I know Wall Walker Wahlberger Walkers Walkers Walbert. Nah, I'll get back to it. Wal Walkbergs. <laughs> nah, it's Walkbergs. 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 There it is. Okay. Have you got the Mark Walkbergs? What about Walkenberger? Yeah. Those new mid top. What is it? 
Walkenberger. It's Christopher Walken. Oh man, hamburger, hamburger stand. <laughs> Which walk try my hamburger? <laughs> <laughs> well, that sounded that. like that sounded like retarded walking. <laughs> I make a hamburger. Hey, try, my try my hamburger. hamburger. <laughs> try my hamburger. And it's, like ground beat. it's like yeah, it's like a loose. It's him meat. from the deer hunter. He has a bullet hole in his head, like a mm-hmm. scar. Try wow. It's like this wow. guy went to Vietnam and got shot <laughs> pulls, in the head and now opened a hamburger stand. Pulls a watch out of his ass in front of you. <laughs> what time is it, sir? Hey, do you know what time <laughs> it is? He's like, oh, the wood ticket. Yeah, burger time. <laughs> <laughs> so Trejo opened his own taco oh. shop. He's an entrepreneur now. He's got like his donut shops and taco shops everywhere in LA. Never been to one, but pretty good. The donuts are good. He he has vegan donuts and he has vegan tacos. So shout out to Trey. He used to be a, I saw old footage of him at at Muscle Beach. He was a Muscle Beach guy. Yeah. He was also a convicted bank robber. He, and like liquor store robber. He, um, that's how he got his job. He just walked, he just walked on set to pick up a friend. He was literally picking up a friend and somebody saw him and was like, Ooh, well, he was also a boxing, um, coach legend. And had like um, a prison, uh, what's it called? Consultant. I thought he was just like a high school parole officer. You thought he went to Juilliard? No, he's like a legit. He's like a legit cholo. He's no. He's from England, right? You can't have. You can't. (laughs) Yeah, yeah. Exactly. He's one of these. One of these British fucks (laughs) that have been that infiltrated the. You could tell just by the, you know his his face and stuff like that that he's obviously a classic. You never saw trans. his one man show. He I did. Like, at, did you say um, trans? At Edinburgh. Oh, okay. <laughs> yeah, he had say, a great one man show. He had a one man show <laughs> at Edinburgh. Danny Trejo's like they raped me. <laughs> they did you just you didn't see that coming? Did you? <laughs> they raped me, and that is how I got the idea for a taco restaurant. Thank you, mates. Yeah. Thank you, mates. And then he bows. Danny Trejo's Nanette. He has like a puppet. Like a ventriloquist show. Yeah. Trejo. <laughs> All strings attached. Now, there's another criminal in the gang <laughs> who's in, not in the gang very long, but um, Dennis Haysbert. As the, He's really good. The guy is out of prison and has, um, I mean, I He's think kind of a fair, I think a guy. fair I think he has Which a fair boss that? at the restaurant. I think <laughs> that guy is giving He's him giving, an opportunity. He, yeah. And, He's a kind person for what he get, gives to Dennis Haysbert. You know, there's a lot of risk hiring a a felon. So docking 25% of their paycheck I think is covers a, Yeah. Yeah, but that was all, how old was he supposed to be? The Allstate guy. He's in his like early thirties, late twenties, early thirties. Yeah, so he's getting treated like a high school bus boy by Bud Court, like the most wormy, pathetic. I would say definitely. That's really good casting. That's really good casting of that guy, it being Bud Court. Because I mean, that's yeah, that's Harold from Harold and Maude, right? Oh, I haven't seen that. Yeah, and also he's supposed to be um a weird actor like has weird behavioral problems and he's difficult to work with oh, really? apparently that's what i heard he's got really 
I've heard he's got really pinchable cheeks. He's got pinchy cheese. But what's that? Pinchy, pinchy cheese. cheese. Yeah, he's got pinchy cheeks. Pinchy cheeks. Word on the street yeah, is that guy's so got pinchy cheeks. I heard yeah. he has got a great ass. That's what uh there's a crazy days and nights in a post about him having really pinchable cheeks. So anyway, uh, it, he's a great. Is boss. that what Bill he's Murray's nice getting guy. in trouble for right now? Pinching this guy's <laughs> no, cheeks. He has pocky. He has pockmarked cheeks. Mm. Like our, should do like, a cheek database. IMDb. <laughs> it's like the feet. It's like <laughs> the feet one. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Wiki, wiki cheeks, but not wiki cheeks. Wiki cheeks. Not butt cheeks, face cheeks. No, it's leaked. Yeah, wiki cheeks. Julian Assange yeah. is on there. He runs it. The owner of Wiki Cheeks is is imprisoned by the federal yeah, government. Yeah. There's there's a category on it that is just face cheeks. If WikiLeaks wasn't about the big like expose of the war shit and stuff, it'd be a really good name for a website that's like a database for information on like having weak prostates and just having pee that dribbles out. WikiLeaks. Yeah. Do you guys ever do that? You know, like. He got a little, little spot on your on your underwear afterwards. You're like, I'm trying to talk no, about the movie. I gotta check up WikiLeaks. <laughs> he leans forward. He leans forward in his shed and his face goes. How many diversions in a row do we have to have? Lots. You know? All right, uh, go ahead. You know, you had your little bit. <laughs> I'm trying to talk about Bud. I had Clark. my fun. <laughs> All right, go ahead. So look, he's a great boss. Um, I was a little upset when he got thrown on the ground. That was upsetting. Yeah. And he just got shoved over by this massive. Was he a football player? The All-State guy? Yeah, he went all pro. Shut up. Was he like a college <laughs> player? He's huge. Dude, he went all he went all pro. That's fucking sick. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Is that even like a football thing? It's an all-state all thing. You could have said yeah, he went, he went all state. state. Oh Jesus Christ, that's a big. Yeah, he he's not a there. Ryan, he's not a football player. <laughs> he's a baseball player. Didn't you ever see Major League? Yeah, where he no. was the voodoo. He's Tom Hanks. He's the voodoo player. That's, that's a leak of their own. <laughs> we are really stupid. William says stupid stuff about football. He obviously has no idea what he's talking about. The Ryan says Tom. We're Hanks doing in... bits, you moron. <laughs> this Ryan is Adam's no, bit. Ryan's Ryan's saying Tom Hanks is in major ma- league. major league, and Adam's like, no, it's. Tom Berenger, <laughs> stop it! It's Tom Bergeron. Oh, oh, okay. oh that, no, no, that's no, no, a fun no. idea. <laughs> no, he's Adam, acting like Sam Riddler right now. Paul Adam, Dano what time is here. it? One thirty. What's your watch? What? One thirty. <laughs> Book is time. Oh, oh, okay. So. Look, he was in Major League, okay? That's the movie where he played an athlete. He was the voodoo guy. Not a lot of people know that. That's a little that's a little will trivia. It's good stuff. It's valuable. It yeah, makes the I show read, worth listening to for people. I read IMDB a lot, so I know. So w- would you have taken that job? Yeah. How? Like, I guess back then you probably could actually pay rent with that kind of money. I mean, obviously, look, you take the job, but then you look for other jobs or you just immediately get back into crime. 
Like that's what his wife, well, that's what his wife says. She's like, look, this is just take this job for now until you get a better one. And look, yeah. when you are a felon, it's very hard to get hired. Yeah. How do you know? I mean, my buddy told me not? a listener of the show told me. Oh, yeah. What, is, and and what to, kind of work has he found? Works at a hotel. Okay. Well, yeah, hey, that seems like if you're listening, fucked. Hey, if you're listening, um, I got a job for you. <laughs> yeah, Ryan was telling me about this bank that apparently has this weak securities system. So yeah, I know plenty of places yeah, to rob around. What? <laughs> it's got a weak security system. It's got a weak security system, dude. No bank with a weak security system. Wow. <laughs> It's got. So, it's just got a bunch of uh, door uh, ring doorbells for their security cameras. <laughs> One thing I love about place. this movie is that they disabled the security system the night yes. before of the bank. And this is something you would think they would no, do in more bank robbery movies, but they don't. They didn't. They they had it on a timer that it's going to get disabled twenty minutes prior to the right. robbery, right? In which they did the. Oh, night what kind of fucking technologies? Technology is. They're really good. They didn't explain the technology. They're just like, so we we di- we disabled the alarms, but they're not going to get actually disabled until twenty minutes before the robbery, as to not. Yeah, you can do that. They hack. They hack it. They're very technical. You like the stuff that they talk about. It sounds like legit. The smart criminals are talking about their <laughs> their shit, and they're even their masks are like utilitarian and efficient and stuff like that they don't have like fucking silly president shit like in point break or you know they they're not just like businessmen yeah, yeah it's a job. they're smart they're pro they're professionals really like me and they presumably have been doing this their whole life right and they're they've all or they've been a De Niro was in jail for 15 years. De Niro's in jail. He's also in the Marines. Mm. Oh, we yeah, didn't get any action with him, though. Hand to hand. Yeah. No. A little Krav Maga. But, um, is, that what they, is that what they teach in the Marines these days? They yeah. get all, it's cool how they get all the info for all the robberies from a very intelligent person who's like a genius. Tom Noonan as, what's his name? Not Nate. God damn it. You can tell yeah, he's smart because he's Nate. in a wheelchair. No, Nate's. Oh, John Nate is Boyd. that other guy. Yeah, Voight. But, oh, yeah, um, John Voight's mullet. <clears throat> awesome. So John Voight is based, so awesome. He's inspired by Eddie Bunker. He's That's Kelso. He's, Kelso. Yeah, Kel, Tom Noonan is Kelso. Tom Noonan's From that in... that 70s show? He's also in a movie um, this guy made, this director, uh, Manhunter. He plays the villain. One of them? What That's a seri- yeah. serial killer show, right? No, that's mine. He's like a mind hunter. Oh, God. Which are based on similar. Are both based on the same person, the first FBI profiler. So much of this podcast (laughs) is really stupid guys talking over each other, trying to like say their stupid thing before the other guy says his stupid thing. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, you just did it. You guys talk. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, totally. That's what I'm saying. Tom Noonan smart. He puts like the whole thing together. So they have access to information they never would have had anyway. And this is something they don't show a lot in uh, movies, but I'd like to be the guy that like comes up with the plan and sells it and gets a commission. Yeah. Yeah. I could see that for you. It's like the, the one of the most important and lowest risks. Yes. Yeah. But they're the smart, the, the, the true smart yeah. ones. And they you know? need them. Like they need them. 
like they wouldn't be able to rob these banks without this person without kelso it's an interesting position for for a bank robbery crew like the guy who does not do the bank robbery at all but he's so smart that he gives it to these criminals that well he sells it so he can also he can sell it to also the guy you that I was going to say that's also the guy you can't trust because that other crew could be the FBI or the CIA or whatever, whoever's pursuing. And if you get, if you catch that guy, then you have all the information. So I guess maybe it's not the safest member of the crew. The safest, but it's the, okay. So there's, you're less not, you're, risk, you don't, you're not, you're not getting shot. Getting though. Killed. Yeah, yeah. Less risk of getting killed. So that's and arrested because you're not doing it. It's like both. And you think, so you think he's got, like in each state you think in each state you think he's got like multiple crews too so it's just like passive income at this point franchise oh interesting like he's got like he'll call robert De Niro and be like you where are you la i got yeah i got a job for you where are you yeah, connecticut just, like, studies banks uh, all yeah i got you so then at, like, at the same time robert De Niro's robbing a bank somebody in kansas is robbing a bank for him too so he's yeah that's the, that, that is it right i there. think that's a great way to get arrested ryan and then he's like talking to the F he's talking to the FBI and he's like, Hey, um, get me into witness protection and give me some money. Cause I'll give you all the, I, I know this dude in Kansas. He's about to rob a fucking. You try uh, to do this. And like a week Trey later, you're calling the FBI. Be like, could you please get me into witness protection? <laughs> <laughs> a lot of people want to kill me. And they're like, who are you? Like, a huge uh, mistake. I'm Kelso. <laughs> I'm a like uh, show. <laughs> I'm just a very ambitious and lucky entrepreneur. Didn't work the first time. <laughs> very successful franchise seller, and I've gotten myself into a bit of trouble. Um, I just oh, have a few stuff. questions about your witness protection and how it actually works. I'm fine. I'm not a criminal. I'm that's, just curious. So what you're talking about is that's the Dread Pirate Roberts, the guy who ran um, Silk Road, because he got... This is a real person or a movie. He was facilitating. He was facilitating so many criminal activities and making a cut of it. Now he wasn't masterminding them, but because he had, he was getting a Bitcoin from every transaction on the Silk Road, including hits, murders, guns, drugs, everything. You know, child pornography. He instared himself into a giant conspiracy, and then got um, like manipulated with like honeypot like schemes and people like he got me too he didn't get me too but they were just like canceled they huh? would people would make multiple accounts and then they like ensnared him in not these, cops like, just people just people nerds oh so mean? he got he got caught kind of or he got like got by the people on the silk road people were like tricking him all the time cuz he had no street smarts oh so they would be like, they would uh, f- hit him up with multiple accounts and then trick him into like, be like, hey, that guy has been messing with you, right? So why don't you have me as a professional killer take care of him? Yeah, and, and, and they're both the and he same. Called the Dread Pirate Roberts. Yeah, based on the friggin' um, Princess Bride. Princess Bride. Yeah. He, he's like, hey, I got, the, I got this email. It's a yeah. pretty. It seems like a pretty. Seems like a pretty big investment. Apparently, the prince of Africa is trying to get across the border. Uh, yeah. Basically, he's like, uh, I got this email from uh, Christopher Walken. He's trying to start a he's hamburger restaurant. A burger chain. Yeah. And also, I can't read half of the fucking letters. This guy retarded? This retarded <laughs> Walken? <laughs> Whatever. 
I think it's all wing, wing, wing or retarded walking. <laughs> it's all wing. I like bogus. Oh, okay. It's bogus retarded, time. Like a retarded walking. He's like, yeah. I think it's Christopher Walken on the phone. <laughs> it's burger time. Uh, okay. Hi, hi, retarded Christopher Walken. <laughs> How are you? Better for this Good guy. To you again. Quarter million dollars immediately. I want to get on this hot franchise deal. We never use mustard. It just has a thing against mustard. That's his trigger. <laughs> That's his no. Okay. No mustard. <laughs> so, walk it back. Walk it back. Let's talk about how it. their whole criminal enterprise falls apart. And it's okay, through a series of small events. Real quick. Yeah. Okay. The first big problem is hiring Wayne Grow, of course. You don't want to hire an idiot like that guy. Psychopath. Huge mistake. Huge mistake hiring the guy with the swastika on a tattooed on him. Usually, well, they'd be funny if they hired him and then they're like, so um having a swimming party later, you uh, want to come over Wayne Grow? And then they're like, they see the swastika, they're like, oh man. Did you know he had a swastika? No. Like, what the fuck? We got to do a job with this guy? But Wangro's great because he looks like a real criminal. And that's like, we should also mention that he's the only person who went to jail out of all these actors after the movie for weed. Really? Oh, Kevin damn. Gage. That sucks. It... And people uh, in prison Kevin used to Gage. call Wangro. So oh, Wangro. Cool. She... Was he like a king over there? Yeah, he was a king, Adam. So Wayne Grow shoots that uh, security guard. Then uh, Tom Sizemore is like, "Cool, it, calm down, slick." And yeah. that like clue of slick ends up That's all he needs being reported to Al Pacino later on when he's hanging out with Tone Loke and his brother. Tone Loke is like, "No, oh, man, this slick is for real." He's like, "No, this yeah. slick is." He's like, "This slick is crazy." And then Al Pacino's like, "What's that? Who's slick?" What's that? So then they're able to ID uh, this guy because Tone Loke knows his name. So they just look him up and they're like, oh, wow, this totally fits the profile. So then they tail it's him. Kind of interest, interesting for that to be like what ultimately leads to the Al Pacino. You know, a nickname is case. a cop. If, if you watch the first 48, like a nickname is like the first thing they have to figure out. Like, who is this guy? Yeah. Oh, yeah, because nicknames are used to like kind of conceal identities too on the street. The Toshu Bandit? Who is this guy? <laughs> immediately caught because nobody else wears Toshu. Who is Kevin James NFT? We can't, we have <laughs> to solve the case. Name. Yeah. So that's how they ID them. They tail them. And honestly, they should just tail them to make the case. But De Niro pushes ahead with the crime. And one of the best scenes in the movie is like, De Niro's like, talking to the guys like, hey, look, the heat's on us. Um, are you guys sure you want to do this? Like, I can't force you. So you got to make up your own mind. And then like, he Kilmer- even told that dude like, yo, you don't, specifically you bald guy, do not want to do this. Yeah, Tom home, he tells him, he's like, you have, treasury bonds you have like <laughs> you've got savings Bitcoin. account you got ca- real got, estate listen you're you own 90 percent of retarded of retarded walkenburgers yeah get out now walkenburgers is doing very well <laughs> but tom sizemore says the coolest line which is for me 
the action is the juice. Is the juice. Yeah. So he he's the da- he's the risk and then, taker. Uh, he's and then the OJ popped out and goes, same. It'd be cool that they threw a couple of those kind of things in the movie. A couple of OJs. Really, really ruin it. A little cameo like by uh, OJ. Winky things. Yeah. You almost say Adam. <laughs> did somebody did somebody say juice? Yeah. And then OJ pops out with a tiny gloves on. He, he murdered his wife. LeBron was on the Miami Heat. He could have a little. Oh yeah, they were too tiny. There we go. Tom, Michael Mann could add that in. And the heat, the heat's on you, and it's them running, and it's just LeBron playing basketball behind him. Yeah. But Val Kilmer, he goes like, "Are you sure you want to do this?" A lot of you know, prison time, whatever. And he's like, "It's worth the risk." Because earlier, Ashley Judd was like, "Gambling, that's not worth the risk." And then he's like, you know what? This is worth the risk. I'm being a responsible father and husband. Yeah. That's a funny so, husband uh, thing to call back. <laughs> <laughs> Using your wife's like cautionary, cautioning or whatever. Be like, well, that's his nah, main. I'm doing it. That's his main conflict. Inner yes. conflict. He gets away. It, so, like, he gets Kilmer. He gets shot up immediately. He does. Am he's, I shot. he's not killed he's not no. killed he's not killed but yes he loses I his thought wife he was and blasted kid. so yeah he gets away adam <laughs> he's away clean oh honestly that sounds, that sounds like the ultimate even yeah. like the best yeah <laughs> he kind of did the best thing he got all the money and he fucking just kidding i like now, being married and being a dad de niro's always saying like you know your wife and kid don't listen to this adam you can talk shit that's true you gotta leave in 30 <laughs> seconds like De Niro's house in Malibu is completely empty. He just has a gun and a coffee maker. I guess he what sleeps n- nude on the floor yeah. of his bedroom. Yeah. It's only got enough stuff to just be really cool. He's to like, give me up. a really, I need a really cool apartment. Well, it's expensive and he has, he can just leave in 30 seconds. Like he says. Sure. It's not an apartment either. The beach house. It'd be on, funny if his uh, house was like thirty seconds. If if he had like a st- like a like a twenty four year old guy's apartment in like North Hollywood, he's like, yeah, he has like a roommate. He's like saving money. Yeah, it's like fold out fold out um, chairs it's that like you bring a, to like sport to picnics and sporting events. Like That's the furniture. <laughs> he has like rock bed set up in the living room with Just all living the with open mic comics. <laughs> oh, yeah, rock like, band. Yeah, like for a. Th- for yeah, I like to get video. He just yeah. come over and he's like, I could be gone in. He's just jamming on the drum set. And Denier's like, I could be gone in. Uh, God, there's about 250 left on this song. Playing drums. And there's just like a guy in a Hawaiian shirt. Who's, like his, who's that? Who's oh, it's Trevor. Oh, Trev? Ah, Trevor. And they just do a shot or something real quick. They're just the bros. He's like, and he's like a commercial actor. <laughs> it's Jake from cool. State Farm. We got all the states in this one. So, yeah, uh, De Niro's girlfriend is Edie, who he met at uh, a restaurant and she was kind of nosy. She's asking him about his book, like, what you reading? Yeah, it's like, shut the fuck up. I fucking hate when people do that. It's like a yeah. book. Scoot. What a beautiful woman tries to talk to you. I'm gonna, I like, want to get excuse a, me, I, ma'am. I'm reading. I should get a fake book cover that goes over universal size, goes over every book, and it just says, um, 
how to tell people to fuck off when they ask you <laughs> what book you're reading for dummies. <laughs> and just hold sit there up. and yeah. just hold it. Up. Hey, what book you reading? And then just be like, oh, flip to a specific page. <laughs> you, red you're super, red you're top, super long hair. <laughs> um, fuck off. It's just yeah. different inflections on how to say fuck off. What do you mean red top, long hair? That's a specific chapter in the book. I mean, you got to say fuck off different depending on who asks. Oh, I see. I see. It's a complicated book right now. <laughs> no, no, no. You're super nice and conversational about it. You have like a 20 minute conversation. You ask about their grandkids. And kind of, It'd be funny. Just, if like, we'll have a nice day. Keep emphasizing keep the title. It'd be funny of if book. De Niro was like <laughs> yeah. dating. Because I'm still learning. A, a guy like Adam in the movie. <laughs> it's just like a, <laughs> like this like nerdy kind of guy. Like what? I don't realize that we're dating. I think we're just kind of like becoming friends, <laughs> friends or whatever. Oh, you're like fucking, but you don't realize I'm going to uh, New Zealand. <laughs> Do you want to come My with ass me? ass hurt after we hang out. I'm yeah. going to New Zealand. You could you could start a new life there. Okay, Do they got good. walking burgers in New Zealand? That's Adam. That's my impression of Adam. <laughs> you're just as old Southern dame. Yeah. De Niro is not really, he doesn't tell anyone else about her, right? Like no one knows about her. He keeps that relationship totally. Yeah, it's a side piece. Um, she she is not new. at any of the parties. No, yeah. she's new. He's like, I'm not going to bring her. She doesn't yet. know he's a criminal. Like, she's shocked when okay. he was on TV. Yeah. With the but is, is, so is he truly in love with her? Because he says that thing where he's like, it's, it's only you or what? Like he's like, I'll oh, get out right now. We can leave right now. All I need is you. That you know what I'm talking about, that old pillow talk, or was that I mean, was he of just? Of course, he's in love with her. Didn't you see the ending of the movie? <laughs> Every decision he made after the bank robbery, he really, mean, truly, really cemented their long-term prospects. Was a thoughtful partner. Getting off the freeway to kill Wayne Grow. Well, he couldn't not abandoning she her at the airport. That oh my god, okay, that scene was so fucking cool and so well done. He's like, I got to run in and oh. run out. And then they pull over and then like and she's just waiting for him right after home. He goes home free. We're home free. Like, actually, let me go fuck this up real quick. What's Wayne Grove doing at that hotel? Yes. Yeah, like eating and taking shower, like baths and stuff. Probably banging. Take Somebody's it, not supposed get to get on an airplane, dude. Why do you want to hang around? They were headed like towards LA protection. If he's mur- like a serial killer, too. Though. He's not in witness protection. The cops are only observing him because uh, Henry oh, Rollins oh. said he's at that hotel room. Okay, but, but like basically, Henry Rollins, William Fickner, Van Sant, and Wayne Grow, um, they get Danny Trejo to betray the crew, give up all the information. Danny Betrejo. Then they just Damn. chill that evening, and they're like, "Ah, those guys got a." Those guys aren't going to come back for us. They just are like on like the police are like searching for them. So I guess they think they're safe, but they should have. um, They should have been more careful instead of just hanging out at home because all three of them are found just like sitting around watching TV like Henley Rollins. The police immediately get their their show. William Fickner is watching hockey in like a million dollar mansion in the Hollywood Hills. Just like, oh, I'm going to check out the hockey game. How can you, you know, relax? 
That, yeah, that's insane. He'd been up go, for like I 10 days. Like Pas- and I would just go hang out at pa- a hotel in Pasadena and get drunk at a bowling alley or something. I feel like that. I feel like nobody was that's like, really specific, right? Yeah, it's like the perfect. Just go to Pasadena. Nobody gives a shit. Like they're not going to. And then go to a bowling the alley. About they're like, I yeah. found out. I found out the location of Wayne Grow. He's in Pasadena, and then I was like, "Oh, I don't want. Yeah. I don't want to drive right. to Pasadena." Let him go. Let him go. <laughs> yeah. Bowling alley. Yeah. God. With all those washed-up actors. Nerd alert. Just drinking a ten-dollar pitcher of beer. No. So there's like, so you we're bringing up the scene of him leaving to kill Wangro and leaving her. It's kind of that mix of those yeah. two things of like it being the the lo- the the domestic stuff that has that like Michael Mann ambient, like ethereal music shit going on underneath it. And then like the action juice part where you're he's going to like kill Wangro and stuff. And that's kind of a unique thing about this movie as a crime movie is that am- ambience the Michael Mann does. That's like his thing. That ambience, like Moby, you know. Yeah, he's using Moby. Well, um, it's working. My God, is it working? Electronic scores like that. My yeah, God, I mean, is it working? By George, Moby's on. Fire but of course, you know, the guy who uh, is a big influence on Michael Mann and a big influence because, in, you know, Christopher Nolan's also influenced by michael mann michael mann's influenced by ridley scott so like there's that element of blade runner where it's just like electronic music playing and like deckers in his like flying car just like riding around you know and like thinking about um sean young like all this shit goes back to film noir and like the snowboarder yeah the snowboarder so like all these story plots go back to film noir but all the style i mean really scott gets doesn't get enough credit for doing what he did with blade runner because that shit just changed everything he really uh like set the bar for movies that are awesome but way too long and kind of like incredibly boring in parts you know that specific sweet little sweet spot of a movie here's the thing about really scott he's our greatest hack Mm, I was rewatching G.I. Jane after that slapping incident. That movie's insane. The production levels of G.I. Jane are off the charts. Like, I forgot how fucking well insane every shot is, every bit of lighting, every you have to make it look good because nobody nobody would believe a woman could hang in the military if it didn't. You know how much they had to cheat that movie? Screenplay. Spent like a hundred million dollars on making that convincing. It's like a horribly (laughs) written movie. I mean, yeah, it's cheesy as fuck. Yeah. Even then, I remember watching it at like 13. I was like 13 and I remember watching it. And my dad was like, that's cheesy as fuck. And I said, I remember just looking up, dude. And him and I high five and then we went to a strip club and he let me. That's when I he got he bought a prostitute for me and had sex with her in the alleyway. I had sex with her. It hurt. Oh, you you got pegged? No, it just hurt. I fell in love and she didn't want it. It was not mutual. Thir- I'm 13. What am I going to bang in a hole in an alley? What am I going to, what am I going to not fall in love? So that's my experience with GI Jane. 
That's why I don't bank 13 year olds, dude. They fall in so love. So you and your father were watching G.I. Jane. And they said this is bullshit. So you went to the strip club to feel better. No, he, he bought said, you a prostitute. He bought you a, yeah. a prostitute in the alleyway, uh-huh. and then you got hurt. No, he bought her inside. Yeah, and physically and then, it hurt a little bit. But that and he fun. just jerked off like in the corner. No, he left. I haven't seen him since. <laughs> it was twenty oh, years. He kind of like wanted to go out on top, do like an ultimate dad Sunday. <laughs> yeah. The heat was around the corner and he had to leave. So he had a dip. Yeah. yeah, he he came up to me and he and I saw him. I was still sitting in the passenger side and I saw him and he just looked at me and shook his head and then backed up and ran away. <laughs> yeah. And I never saw him again. So let's talk about the best scene in the movie, uh, the bank robbery. Yeah, damn. Um, incredible. So they cut the alarms, they walk in, they all stand around, then they put on their masks. I guess they're secure because there's no cameras. So yeah. You're, you're saying they take but off there's their witnesses. Masks. No, they put, they put on them their on. masks inside the bank they walk in the masks and they put them on and then de niro says a lot of the same things from point break i wonder if they're both influenced by the same robbery or something but when did when come out which came out first point break came out way before this 91 like 91 91 versus 95 yeah and that's like the same quote that's what i was thinking when i was like this is the government or the bank's money we're not taking yours it's insured Classic robber bullshit. Walking on the uh, counter. Oh, well, yeah, they love it. doing that. Well, you have they to. Just, everybody wants to do that, but only robbers, you know, really take the liberty to do it. You can't do it anymore because they have glass walls. Now, killing Zoe. Because of, co- of COVID, right? Thanks, killing COVID. Zoe, they never did that. That was a missed opportunity. COVID. was a missed opportunity. Yeah. I would love to see That's those French guys on the counter walking around. It's more of an American brashness, I think, that causes. No, you, know, you have to make it. An, to it's, do that. it's like smart. It's a smart tactic because now you're above everybody with a gun yelling. So it's like primal instinct means you're the. Yeah, but you're like dancing and like doing the peewee. He was a big adventure. That would be insane. Yeah. I would be just getting that out of your system and then you're like, what is, continuing. Was this guy the, the Joker? Yeah. Was this guy the freaking jokey? Mr. Jokes? Dude. Dude. Pee Wee Herman was in the Groundlings. Yeah. Be cool if that would and, like. And look what happened. Look what happened to him. The cast of Pee Wee's yeah. original special. We're all, His name um, was Peter Herman before he started. <laughs> Pee Wee Herman. Those were be- Dude, those financial were financial advisor and Bill Phil Hartman. Hills. Phil Hartman. If we robbed a bank and we did it in Pee Wee Herman or Pee Wee's Playhouse ma- mask. Lawrence Fishburne. <laughs> Lawrence Fishburne. Cowboy Curtis. Yeah, totally. Missy Vaughn is somebody. She's great in that. And then just a glow. Missy Vaughn's the best. A glow with a mouth and a Gl- face with Globy. a gun. Just running around. Yeah, it's awesome. Adam like dresses up as the chair. Adam's the <laughs> chair. <laughs> like the most just cumbersome. Like sitting in the corner with a assault rifle, be like, "Fuck, this is really <laughs> hard to rob a bank." <laughs> no, dude, I'd be zombie, man. I want to be zombie. Yeah. Or Billy Baloney. That's who I would be if we robbed. No, dude, you're the chair, or one of the little creatures that live <laughs> no, in the I'm... wall. Like, do you have any idea how expensive Lucky. um yeah. improv c- classes are? And they're trying to rock <laughs> yeah, yeah. pay for it. Please, I, I need this. 
I'm gonna need to. I need. I'm gonna need everybody to yes and their money right into the bag. <laughs> it's like clearly they're an improv troupe. Yeah. There's no way to be an actor and a bank robber. <laughs> so, and scene as they leave, they get the key. So they have like the information. Thank there, you, everyone. The, there's giant <laughs> cash deposits before paychecks are given out. So that's cool. And then they. Uh, oh yeah, they that was the, yeah. That's their high. So there's just yeah. bags of cash, and they just fill up duffel bags. And they're walking out and they're feeling good. Tom Sizemore's happy. Uh, I love when Tom Sizemore comes out. He opens the front door and then gets in the back. Yeah, a little, like, for the next For person. De Niro. Yeah, so De Niro gets in. And they're then a good Val, team. Val Kilmer's coming out and then he sees the cop. Now, Henry Rollins had gave, gave his real name. And then... He's like, I'm Henry Val- Rollins. I'm an and uh, Sorry, Robert De Niro's robbing a bank downtown L.A. Uh, sorry. So Val Kilmer immediately starts firing and um, he's hey, getting us. it from all direction. But Dude, apparently nuts. It turns into a mass shooting. Like literally, I'm t- we were talking about it so, earlier, but like literally tens and tens of people of like innocent bystanders just get murked. And I am not even upset because watching some of these extras or whatever, <laughs> Like I like extras. I would a hundred per. I would a a lot of them get shot. There's at least four. What's your point? No, 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 no. You see, what's your point? You see civilians get clipped all the time. Like rewatch that scene. Not killed. But what about it? They're getting shot. Well, okay. Like first of all, you don't care because they don't show you. They don't show anyone actually in pain. So you're like, no, I don't care. I don't care because they're asking. Like I saw a guy going. Listen, if if a bunch of people started shooting ARs, I would not stand up and look around. I would be fucking flat on the ground. Hey, what's going and, on? And it, somebody in half of them were doing that. They were like running and one person didn't even crouch. Like I, it just pissed me off on the these extras. They're like it fucked it, up the movie. They completely. No, it the didn't. Movie. It just made me it just made me hate because it would happen in real life. People would be like so curious, like they're just people oh, are fucking pissed you off stupid. About, yeah, about society. Like Adam, it would be, and no disrespect, a hundred percent, it would be you. Be funny, Val all, these, all these dudes start shooting up, and Adam would be like, "Hey, what's going on here, guy?" And then you just get. I just want to see what's going on. I want to get. I want to be like, "Hey, hey, hey, come on!" No, just cognitively, no. you couldn't process that a robbery was happening fast enough to do. Oh, oh, I see. Yeah, like Adam would be like, no disrespect. Are they shooting? No, a movie? no, not at all. What's happening? <laughs> What's going on? Is this a prank? And then William, w- William would be like, uh, "I've seen this one before in uh, uh, hot, uh, Heat, nineteen ninety-five. Um, two stars Dang. on this robbery. Two stars on this robbery. Yeah, we go. This is well. This is boring." <laughs> <laughs> When I came outside my apartment one day in downtown LA, <laughs> and I used to live across the street from the bank from Killing Zoe, and they Zoe, don't even—they don't even shoot him. Uh, they were shooting well, Lethal Weapon. <laughs> they were shooting Lethal Weapon, the TV show, and they had gunfire and cops yeah. running around. Fake gunfire. And I was like, "This looks like oh, cool." You're <laughs> <laughs> like, "This so is that's, cool. <laughs> that's exactly what would I'm like." Oh, this is Lethal Weapon. Um, I don't show. think I don't think I would have written this. I'm like this looks um, lame. 
dude it's like amazing living in la knowing that part of downtown where that shootout takes place it's just like that scene is so amazing where was that what bank was that that part of downtown where get before it goes to the 101 right and it like it's like uh the 110 the 110 right sorry god this guy i'm I'm on orange county dude you've been in orange county too long yeah i love it i don't practice i don't even even remember the map But yes, they're really. You know, I love it. They used a real street name. Huh? Yeah. That poor, that poor chef. He's driving the getaway car and he gets killed immediately. Just shot yeah. to shit. Well, head yeah. Head on the. Head yeah. on the I, like uh, that. I like that guy. That was perfect, though. They had to head do on that. the steering wheel. Because he went from out of prison, powerful, shitty fucking bus job, bus boy job. And then he's like, you know what? I'm going to push my boss over and take this heist. And he's well, like the on other cloud thing is, nine you, thinking his life's about to turn back around. His wife told him, his wife told him, this is just until a better job. This is just until a better job comes along. Yeah. And this is the better job. So the motivation. Uh, oh, yeah. turn, turns out it wasn't. Ironic. Ironic. Actually, he yeah. died in a bank robbery. Who could actually have foreseen dying, that coming? Dying is probably the best it job. Being a bank robbery movie. Yeah. That such, is ironic. Such sweet irony. Oh, my life of crime has led me to my death. Mm-hmm. Yes. <laughs> How that ironic. No, it was his relapse that led him to his death. It's like heroin. If you're if you're going sober, don't get back into it. Oh, you don't get addicted to the juice. How would you if know? you're already if you're already because I've been addicted to heroin? <laughs> um just like um William, you understand. Ryan, heroin, look, right? Ryan knows what he's talking about, William. William. We talk about the movie. Yeah, how do you think? I, how do you episode? think I got so? Gone? Yeah, we gotta finish. We gotta finish. No, dude, you look good. Yes, because the final scene this is the best final fucking moments of any movie. No, we gotta talk about the bank robbery still. So they're having a shootout with the police. <laughs> okay. Apparently, this is taught in marine classes on how to get out of. Um. Oh shit! What's it called? Because it's uh, like like a uh, an ambush. Because they're an trapped, but they like move beat by beat. Yes. It, also, the way it's directed is like amazing. Like you're just like with them, like as they're running, like in these close-ups and stuff, and just like just looking at the downtown of like w- one of the biggest cities in the world that is like one of the main streets where they're shooting like an insane amount of assault rifles using real, and they're going up, like stopping, taking cover, coming out, shooting. It's, like it's Val like Kilmer chaotic. looks it's like chaotic. so badass. So fucking cool, dude. So cool. And it's you like chaotic. They, you know who the backup like casting strategic for Val at the same Kilmer time. was? Oh, Johnny Utah. Oh, really? Yeah. He. Uh, I don't know. I don't know. That would have been. He was the backup in case Val, Val Kilmer. Kilmer is perfect, though. Yeah, I think Val Kilmer would. That, I mean, anything Keanu, but that I don't think Keanu could have brought that kind of manic Kilmer energy. I just really liked his like focus and stuff in those moments, and yeah, like everything well, is very like exactly. One thing this movie does is. Because you have De Niro and Pacino in it, it makes everybody else way better than they normally are. And these are still yeah. good actors, but like Tom Sizemore and Kilmer are both playing it really down. And they're normally very um oh true loud and brash and just show offy. Like they're playing they're just amazing in the movie. And I think De Niro's energy keeps them all like. Like they don't want to fuck up. Like they're both of them. It was like a dream come true. Basically, they're trying to do a good job. Yes, and the script's really good. So, 
Yeah, they're able like to advance. Kilmer shot. De Niro rescues him. Right. They, 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 they completely cheated. Hey, I'm looking up. I'm looking up if if there's. Oh, nice. I'm looking up the scene. I'm listening. So they, What'd they you cheat? Che- Sorry. Shut up, Adam. So they completely <laughs> cheat the movie and they they jump like an, a mile away to a grocery store. There's no grocery stores downtown with a parking lot like that. So Mm-mm. De Niro is able to drive away. I can't believe there's no helicopter chasing him. There's LAPD helicopters in the sky all the time. Just waiting to follow someone, you know, if so they're it, flying them for no reason. Then Blue Jays, like, baby, that's where our tax dollars going. They really do fly them for like just to like make sure that they don't get a reduced budget with that stuff like the following year. Well, that no and um, it's a real bat signal situation. They want people to know that the cops are mm-hmm. out like flying around. I did feel like during the George Floyd stuff, I felt like they were doing Who it. Who cares? Like, you know, Shut up. Okay. What are you talking about? Right, let's finish about? the episode. You're right. Guys, we got to get to my story. I flipped Shut up. <laughs> you just have no That'll barometer a, for what's pa- boring. Patreon exclusive. So yeah, maybe we should say. They get away. Tom Sizemore, unfortunately, this poor fellow. Yeah. He had it all. He had the money. He had the savings. He was able. He could. He didn't need the life of crime. Well, he gets trapped. He does the mature thing, which is to grab a four-year-old girl and hold her hostage. <laughs> like he just held her, though. He didn't even like cover his own face or like, bro, you're gonna get sniped. Pacino shoots. He's him pretty in the head, gentle with her. Him. Yeah. I mean, you what know, a what a lame way. Also, this is a very pro-cop movie, right? They make all of the criminals like Bad, look like fucking and all the cops plots. good. It, it's kind of a pro criminal movie too, though, because it makes mm. it makes them say it makes them be like, "Oh, we're the same." I I would never, even if I was a bank robber, I would never pick up a child and use it as a human shield. Well, I would just shoot. I I'd, I'd shoot the child and then use it as a weapon. Use the swing the kid around and use it as like a <laughs> nunchuck, some sort of nunchuck thing. Body armor. I would duct tape like 17 kids around me uh, like, yeah, as armor. Well, if you kept them alive, then that's a genius idea, dude. <laughs> no one's going to squirm all like, over your body. Just terrifying. shoot through the dead kid, right? <laughs> no, they're alive. So, squirming. Unfortunately, Tom Sizemore dies. His wife watches on TV and she sees her husband died. But she's rich, so she's fine. She sees her husband die the most cowardly way a, a man could die. Using a child as a human shield, who and he has kids that age. First, yeah, yeah that's first a nice... of all, not practical. You, I know that was all that he had to grab, but you need a full sized human to to make an efficient human shield to cover your. Body. I was a hostage yeah. or two kids on a trench coat. You know, you should have yeah, gone for a big person, then maybe Pacino wouldn't have shot him. But oh, he, I do feel like he was gentle with her. And I, now that I've remembered that he has a kid or whatever, he said gentle it. with her. Um, what are you fucking talking about? Oh, he he's kind of like coming. And he, he was not like coming. He's not like, like grabbing like her mean. by the neck or not, the hair or whatever, yeah. or whatever. By the time after he gets killed, and she's shit. laughing. Imagine Adam like on a jury. This is a touch to this performance. It's very good. I'm saying on a jury. He's like, well, he's like nice. <laughs> There's a touch the to his hostage. performance. <laughs> he took yeah, the kid like, hostage. He wasn't like yelling at her. Look, I'm a dad. I, I can tell that the dad. It sounds you know, like you're a size more and you want hun- to be your dad. That's 100% going to be, no disrespect, Adam, but that's 100% going to be your kid because you're going to see a mass shooting going on downtown and you're just going to bolt and leave your kid in the middle of the street. And then, <laughs> oh, yeah. 
like it'll be like susceptible to be grabbed by the <laughs> yeah. guy. Well, uh, yeah. They go no. to the they go to the doctor. <laughs> Jeremy Piven fixes him up. Jerry P- Piven as a doctor? No, he's that dude bald. sucks. Kind of works. You know, there's like something <laughs> kind of see, makes him seem smart. No, I I don't want any of my doctors to have any weakness, especially the weakness of baldness. <laughs> yeah. Poor genes. I'd rather I'd rather die <laughs> using a child as a human shield than die what a, a hero doctor? that's bald. You want, like, you want to make a Schwarzenegger? I don't want Some a fat doctor. Like I'll tell that. you that much. I don't want a fat doctor telling me how to be healthy. There aren't a lot of super fat doctors. Yeah, they all got diabetes. Imagine if your doctor died. came in on a rascal. I've like, had them, dude. I've had them. Like a driving. You're like, I've are you sure? Fat doctor, you know you're talking? He's like, it's fine. Don't worry about it. <laughs> He's fine. Your Is cholesterol bear claw? is very high. I don't know. I feel like I should get this checked out. He's like, nah. Yeah. Like, yeah, no, I'm looking at it. It's in a fine. turkey leg. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's just grease everywhere. You it's got a little bit of M's. Yeah. So your x-ray was pretty concerning looking at your MRI um, until I realized it was just some chicken grease. Uh, a big gulp. On the, <laughs> yeah. A giant 64 ounce Coke. AMPM cup. Got, I've got a I've literally have a Mountain Dew one of those in my closet right right back there. He's like, worried about you, man. Your, your numbers aren't looking so good. He's just like tapping a vein. Right in front of you, shoots up, just falls asleep in his chair. I was like, "What is that, Doc?" I'm like waiting. His his hands are still his hands. His hands are still on your nuts. He hasn't told you to cough yet. (laughs) (laughs) He passes out with his hands on your nuts. You're like, do I cough or (laughs) is that good? Yeah. His grip gets a little tighter because he's having a scary dream or something. <laughs> yeah, you, just, you just try and leave. You just try and get up and leave. But he's like, what in his dream? He's like, daddy, don't leave. So he grabs a little tighter and you're like, oh, fuck. <laughs> he's just holding hands with your balls. It's scary dreams. And the nurse comes in Life. and you're just like, the nurse comes in and you just throw your hands up. Like, I don't know what's going on. And she's just like, oh, it's just- shh. And she turns on a little nightlight and turns the light out, and it's like ding, 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 ding. It'd be nice to wake <sighs> up if you're shooting heroin. You woke up in like a crib with like a nightlight and <laughs> gentle music. That'd be terrifying. That probably is an awesome way to wake up. You, you know? No, you'd wake up and you'd be like, "Did I turn back into a baby?" Yeah, what you're like, "I'm give a diaper on." So you can just it worked. Diaper, you just I did enough drugs that I actually went back to being a baby, which is what I truly want. <laughs> right, guys? Yeah. I think so. No, we're all Bonding just chasing out. that dream of being being a baby again. I so, want to be what you are before a baby. I want to finish this podcast. So they yeah, me have. Too. Uh, I gotta go. Yeah, totally. Having fun. <laughs> Shut up. Oh, time waste. Like I don't have a life. All right, go ahead. So Ryan's fault. Very quickly, everybody who foiled the bank robbery is taken care of. Danny Trejo is found near death. He's like, they got my Anna. Yeah. They got my Anna. And it's that like honestly yeah. was a really good Trejo performance. Awesome scene. Knowing that. Oh yeah. Never mind. Go ahead. And. uh you know, De Niro, what were you thinking? Not getting Wayne grow. He escapes out of one diner parking lot. And you're just like, oh, I'm done with that. 
How sneaky is this guy, by the way? He like literally runs away. They're right. He's right over. I'm about to shoot him because he gets distracted by a car. The guy sneaks off. Yeah. It's not distracted by a car. Police car, but yeah. Cop, cop car, yeah. It's not yeah, like they're uh, like they're like, hey, hey, he goes, hey, he's hey, like, hey, hey, there's hey, like hey, an hey, Oscar Mayer Wiener mobile. They're like, oh, wait, wait, look, check out the Oscar. Oh, wait, hold on. Oh, shit. Is it stopping? Get a picture of my daughter. It's an ice cream truck. He's like, all right, well, we gotta get some ice cream real fast. It's wa- walking burgers trailer comes yeah, cruising uh, by. Let me get a Sonic the Hedgehog, uh, a Ninja Turtle. <laughs> uh, Fuck, you got away. Pop. <laughs> and I know this isn't a thing yet, but I'll take the SpongeBob. Yeah. Okay. What's that, SpongeBob? Have Flintstones uh, push oh. back, please. And then all four of them are eating ice cream. And they're just like, <laughs> fuck, you got away. Shit, we got to work. He's well, let's just Let's just move on to other stuff and not worry about that guy. So, yeah, he gets away. Nero ends up killing Wangro at the airport. But Pacino shows up and they have a little chase on the tarmac. And yeah. they're running around. And Pacino, I guess, because he's all coked up, he's able to see him in the bright lights and well, the, the light's shadow. blind. Yeah, he oh, sees the, the shadow. shadow. Yeah, he sees the shadow. This he he really needs. Should they should have kept the scene of him doing coke? I think that's like so. If much that's better. true, it might. Did I make that up? That's what it, somebody told me. No, that was in, like he just like is doing little key bumps, but I don't think it matters because I think it's still it doesn't. It's like, he's, it's a like he's, still per- crazy. he's still a, dri- yeah. a driven person. And it's Pacino like still in LA though. Like that guy's got, just be, got coke just energy without coke. Yeah, well, yeah, makes it better. I mean, the movie was already three hours long. Yeah, that's true. Jesus. Um, yeah, it's a good ending. And then Moby plays, and everybody feels a lot. Well, better so he things. so he pops him. He shoots him. The lighting, the framing, everything about that final scene is absolutely gorgeous. They shake hands. He grabs. No, he his holds hand. his he hand. Holds so his he doesn't hand die alone. Yeah, and that they like that's look at each about. other and they do shake like hands. A, they do. They do <laughs> like yeah, a one last little shake. Well done. Business could Yeah, maybe it is. Maybe it does have a hump. Dude, if a dying guy it. held his hand out to me, I told I would just do a fist bump. Maybe I would die. He didn't, hold, like, his, right, he didn't hold his hand out though. I'll put, I, I think just this be like, is all right, cool, dude. He just, just feel really bad. Feel really bad. <laughs> the bank robber yeah, guy died. Your, you loosely put your nuts in his hand. No, you teabag his head still. It's still his head. Well, cool man. Yeah. Well, so Al Pacino put his hand out. Al Pacino put his hand out first, right? He like stared Nero. at him. No, De no, De Niro did. But then he, he he gave him. He was like a formidable opponent, so he like gave him. He gave him that, right? Yeah. Well, also, in nine ninety nine out of a hundred other movies, De Niro would have pulled his gun out again, and then Pacino would have to do like a. Oh yeah. A secondary drop back, shot. Drop back and pull the gun die from hard. his ankle and shoot him. Yeah. Yeah. Die this movie's hard more interested in the weapon. Like the, Right. And then they just let him. Friendship. And it's like a beautiful friendship bromance. Beautiful friendship of these two. Oh, you tying it. Williams tying it together. It's beautiful. It's a friendship and bank robberies. And that's. Uh, it turns out the best friend for every bank robber is the cop who kills him. Mm. Not his. Yeah, well, it's, yeah. their, it's their soul. It's the yin and yang. Yeah. Not his boring Soulmate. southern wife, girlfriend lady. ED. It's got to be there because oh, they're yeah. right. They're essentially Jesus rivals, Christ. right? Oh, the ED. Oh, loser. Boring. Huge loser. ED. Yeah, they, they call her they call her ED because any man around her has erectile <laughs> dysfunction. She's yeah. a she's a boner killer. 
Yeah. He should have dumped her before he did the thing with Wangro. You can just fuck a chick in New Zealand. They got boring <laughs> yeah. women like that. Yeah, totally. If you want a boring woman, find one. Go, in New go to New Zealand. Yeah. Um, great. Yeah, great. So, also, I think that's where hobbits live too. So if you're into hairy feeded women, so I'm gonna give this two and a half stars. Uh, it's not that good. What? Just kidding. What are you gonna give it? Adam? Oh man! Now we gotta let's see what Adam. He goes. Oh, I'll give it two stars. Adam, yeah, Adam. Like, oh yeah, I'm giving. It He's two always and a point five. Also. I mean, there's a huge two, spectrum of ratings that you could give this movie reasonably. So it pretty much runs the gamut. Any no, this is an easy rating five. Would be reasonable. No, dude. Easy five for me, and I think every movie this month I've done five. Uh, yeah, I, I, I like friendship. Five. I like friendships and robbery. Should we rank them? Okay. Rank what? The movies this month. Heat, Point Break. I didn't see the Sexy Beast, I guess. Well, I've seen it before. I would put the Sexy Beast at the lowest, though. Oh, no. Yeah, I need to watch it again. Over Killing Zoe? Yeah. I think Ryan I and me put... are Sexy Beast above Killing Zoe. That's okay. I would put, yeah, and I would put Point Point break on the bottom just because i feel like i it's everywhere all the time on really? tv and stuff i've seen yeah i've seen it a bunch or people like whatever so that goes on the bottom not that it's not bad killing zoe is third i've seen because i've seen it because <laughs> i've seen it a bunch yeah okay killing zoe is third you know what killing zoe's fourth i don't even remember much of that They're not good bank break, robbers in Killing Zoe. They don't have a good plan. They not just at all. Of, oh yeah. They don't even get out of the bank. That's a French idiot. Basically. Yeah, but it's so. But that movie was fucking... so cool. Like it was filmed. Yeah. No. No. Point Break fourth. Killing Zoe third. Um, I'd probably put Heat as second, and Sexy Beast as first. Well, I really, it's so, cool. Sexy Beast was more in, interesting. Not a lot of movies. You just like it because it's shorter. In that. Yeah. Yeah, you're right. Uh, yeah, the shortest, the longest. Um, not a lot of movies use cities, in, like impressionistically. Mm-hmm. I feel like this movie is used. L.A. is used like impressionistically in the movie, like when they drive Robert De Niro and the erectile dysfunction lady drive into the tunnel at LAX, and it gets white. It's like they're getting oh they're yeah, free, that's cool. they're in heaven yeah. before. Honestly, that's the turn. The storytelling turn at the end because it's like they go to heaven and then he's like no i gotta turn off and go kill wayne grow i gotta go to hell bitch they go to heaven heaven. simple do you think this director is yeah well i mean in this part it gets really bright because they go to heaven but then he goes to hell to get wayne grow the spirituality of heaven and hell what that means in terms of your soul and stuff so okay what do you think the moral is of this movie Moral in this movie is fucking is fucking kill Wangro. Like, don't be an idiot, De Niro. De Niro fucks up so many times. He can't shoot though because the cops there. He gets distracted at the rest. Don't even hire the psychopath with the swastika tattoo. Like, don't even hire this Wangro. Okay, that's a little prejudice, Adam. Cancel. Hashtag canceled. (laughs) Oh yeah. Okay, let's give a guy a chance. That's Wangro. Let's give the psychopath a chance for our robbery. Or maybe you need a hothead. 
Wangro would have been awesome in that shootout. Hey, what do they it say? Way better you with gotta, him oh, than anyone else. You got to fight fire with fire. Out. And when you got the heat on you, you need to bring the heat. Wangro, well said, Nazis. Ryan. Oh, the Nazis. And who, and who brought who and who brought the heat more than the than the Nazis? They literally gassed people. That was that was over one of the concentration. We camps. can all agree the Nazis came to play, right? Oh, they came to they showed up. <laughs> For, the, for them, the action definitely was the juice. That was like, the, why are we yeah, killing all the, these uh, people and devoting for, all of our did, Hold on, hold on, hold on. A... Hold on. Adam, did you just say for them, the action was definitely the Jews? Yeah. Yes. Like, why are we doing oh, this? this? We're okay. losing the war. Shouldn't we devote more effort into like the front line? They're like, no, we got to. Aliens. The action is the Jews. <laughs> we got to kill the, it's all the, the Jews. The action is We're the hit. Jews. We are here to kill the Jews. We are not here to win the war. It's true. Kind of funny that the guys that committed the Holocaust had like it's pretty funny, really man. like proper, like effeminate, like gay, gay voices. All right, you want to hear my story, or, or you want to talk about anything else? Sure, let's hear your story. I, I have to pee. Is this the right time to go so I don't interrupt it? Yeah, I can sure. hear. Tell your flip flop story. Let's tell. Yeah. Okay, this is breaking news, y'all. Adam's flip flop story. You waited this long. Here it is. Okay. So, um, are you you're gonna leave? Yeah. Okay. <coughs> I, I mean, come on. I got. I, I, I got to do it. If I got, I got to tell it right. If I'm gonna tell it, can you be tell it good behavior? Okay. Um, so, I went to the Holocaust Museum, and uh, in flip flops, and um, uh, there's a part at the one in DC, and there's a part where they're, they're like after you kind of no there's a part after you come out of i was like on a trip going to dc um there's a part after you come out of all the crazy stuff where you see the horrors of the holocaust and everything and there's like a big open hall where it would like steps down into the thing and uh and i walked it was like a very quiet somber moment or whatever everybody's kind of like feeling the uh intensity and the heaviness of what they just saw and when I was walking down the stairs, my flip-flops were like so loud that everybody turned and looked and I had to walk down the entire flight of stairs being like, <laughs> so and How old were you? felt bad for wearing flip-flops. I was like 20, 19 or 20. You're just a stupid fucking idiot. Well, I was wearing flip-flops. Hey, you know, it's like that's they're not a problem until you're in the Holocaust Museum. You know, didn't you know you were going there? there? Was this an impulsive thing? Like, why hey, is hey. that a bad? <laughs> I'm a Florida that... boy. Okay, I'm always wearing flip flops. Oh man. So that's my story. Thanks for st- sticking around, Adam. Thanks for listening. Get just film. fucking wear shoes if you're listening. Everybody listening, wear shoes. Get flip flops for wearing inside of your house. Indoor shoe, indoor flops. Don't wear fucking flip flops too. In the summer. This is why. It's hot, dude. I just hate Adam being excited to tell this story. <laughs> I wasn't. I just wanted to tell it. Like he's like, oh yeah, I got a great story that where I'm a fucking idiot and I'm gonna <laughs> tell. I, I ruined this this entire tourist groups. That's the worst experience by having disgusting bare feet in a public scenario. Get shoes. Everybody listening, do not wear flip flops in public. You nasty fucks. Got nice feet, dude. I'm a Florida boy. I'm a Florida boy. Yeah, that's disgusting. Shit. 
Also, don't do that to anybody listening. If you're a Florida boy, don't be. Just don't. Hey, you can't. You can't stop us. Sorry, we gotta be. Were you okay. drunk? No. So Stone you're just cold. like, God, so, you're not even Holocaust a real. Museum. You're not even a yeah. real Florida guy. Sober. Adam's like, I'm crazy. I'm a Florida guy. <clears throat> he's he's looking at Florida the pile boy. of looking at the pile of shoes. All the children. Whoa! He's got <laughs> like, and he, go, and he goes, notice there isn't any flip flops in that. <laughs> It's one of those neon green long drinks, you know, with the crazy straw. Like oh, New man. Orleans <laughs> and like beads yeah. around his neck. He's like, damn. There... We got Jews in Key West. We got Jews in Key West. Yeah, Miami's um, got a lot of Jews too. And so they these children had to um lose their shoes to walk quietly. Uh so they wouldn't be caught. And then you just hear <laughs> Adam's nasty, sweaty Florida right. feet. Hold on. It's <laughs> very funny what you're saying, but you're also a complete idiot who thinks that the shoes of the Holocaust. I'm not. I'm making a bit. Kids that took their shoes off. <laughs> I'm making a bit. Sneak around. He's like, <laughs> be sneaky. Eating chicken wings. Go buffalo wing sauce all over yeah, his ears. I'm on a rascal. I'm eating a turkey leg. Because they're, they're just wooden clogs. Yeah. And if you're and if you're hiding in wall, if you're hiding in wooden walls, you're not gonna want wooden clogs. So you're going barefooted. Yeah. It's wearing that a makes sense. Did you makes did sense. you not learn anything from this museum trip? <laughs> okay, okay. Ryan's been to the Holocaust Museum. No, I haven't. He's I just hot. heard he takes his moo off. He's got a short shorts and a tank top. <laughs> Ooh, it's hot in here. Wearing a gator's gator's mesh uh, tracker hat. Yeah, you got any Gatorade? Hot. There's a big, big fat dip in his mouth. Love Gatorade in Florida. <laughs> That's all we drink. All right. Thanks for listening, everybody. Go. <laughs> He's just coughing in people's faces. You don't get to end the show. Come on. Just we got it. Ryan's the thing about ass. the shoes and my flip flops. You can go. <laughs> oh, God. I'm going to go check I'm on your family. To. This is the true end play, of the show. I'm going to go play Borderlands 3. Well, what about next? Uh, okay. We're doing that, right? What about What's our next, next movie? Month? Next movie. Oh, yeah. Let's see it. Next theme. Let's see it. Let's see it. What is the Let's next scene? Do you know? You're going to like this. Cool cops. No, more cops? Oh, yeah. Dude, more cops. A, a, a cat? Cool cops? All cops are cool. All cops, All cops are, are, are cool. Uh, sweet. What do we got? Or, or do you know yet? William has to. Also, that's a That's a lot of. There's a lot of A-cock. good. All cops are cool. Possible movies, but. A cock. Um, yeah, to live and die in LA, of course, right? No, 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 no. No. He's, not cop. He's a Secret Service agent. Oh, right. What about Time Cop? That's a good one. That's a cool cop. Robocop? Yeah. All right, yeah, we'll figure it out. No, we're talking, Ratham. Robocop? Rat, Ratham. Robocop is a cool is... cop. Is he so cool? Robocop um... 2 is cop. We also did Ooh, Robocop already. Port of New Orleans, bad cool. lieutenant. Port of New mm-hmm. Orleans. Oh, Bad Lieutenant. Or, yeah, Port of New Orleans. Have you seen the original Bad the, Lieutenant, The Ryan? Nick Cage. Um, is that with... Harvey Keitel. Oh, no. I was going to say Bronson. No, that's I was a starring cool Harvey Keitel's penis. Oh, yeah. Charles Bronson has a bunch of cool cop movies. All right. We got a lot of good options. So Rush Hour. Definitely 80s. Oh, shit. One, two, and three. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Just every month. I okay, so we have three, three weeks, <laughs> And then time cop. <laughs> and then time the Jet Lee cop one. 
police story. We could do another police story. See, that's too many. It's too open. Cool cops. The, the the Jay Leno cop movie. Oh, the one with uh, Pat Morita. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's a buddy I, I cop, but yeah, these cops got to be cool. That'd be cool. Like, cops. Drug, like so, like Bad Lieutenant is a cool cop movie, right? Port of New Orleans specifically. I haven't seen the other one. Well, the first one's cooler. Does he do drugs and stuff? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Oh, okay, yeah. That's dope. oh yeah. That's that's pretty cool. What I want I Kinda really cool want to do is Stone Cold. Yeah. I see a cop in that movie. You ever see that? Stone Cold? Uh, I, I, don't I, think so. I don't remember it though. Brian Bosler. Right, Thanks, everybody. Where are you going? Oh, he's gone. What a weirdo. What'd you he's say always... the movie was called? Stone Cold. Yeah, is he a cop in this movie? No, I'm just getting a bunch of Steve Austin. God damn it! Look up Stone Cold 1990. I've got a really cool cop movie that I can't. Okay, so how does it's got to be like police officers? Samurai wouldn't count. Yeah, he's a cop. Joe Huff is a tough Alabama cop who is frustrated with a system that handles criminals with kid gloves. <laughs> Look up Stone Cold 1991. I'm looking at it. I want hair like that. This shit is cool. Who is that? It's former football player Brian Bosworth. God, dude, I missed the I missed the blonde hair, <laughs> mullet, and one earring. The one this long movie's earring. so funny. You know what's funny is that's back now. That style is what these I, fucking kids are, these 20-year-old kids are doing. Of course, dude. 1991 is the shit. No. We fixed well, we fixed all clothing and all styles in, in the aughts, the early aughts. We got rid of the baggy shit from the 90s, and we combined it with... Well, now we're wearing baggy clothes, Ryan. And we these got kids are wearing baggy mullets. clothes. I don't it's know why you stupid. don't have a mullet. I do when I wear a hat. She has Skrillex hair. I mean, they're a good band. It'd be disrespectful. Yeah, so Stone Cold, that's like the apex. Cool. Let's start cop. with that one then. Let's do Stone Cold first. Next week. Let's do it. All Cops right. It's got to be that cool. That'll be a good... Um, um bar to set with that with the level of coolness cobra was technically a cop a cool cop this movie is very similar to cobra yeah it looks like it all right all right adios all right. Uh.